So a close friend of mine who is now retired from playing professional basketball over in Europe recently said something to me that quite honestly, I, I think is the most shocking thing I've ever heard from a basketball player in my entire career. And it reminded me of what I believe to be the most important lesson that an up and coming player like you can possibly learn in your career. And I'd like to tell you what he said because my hope is that what happens to this player never, ever, ever happens to you. So to give you a little bit of backstory, first of all, this player, like many of us, was completely consumed with the game of basketball growing up. He would train multiple times per day, all year round, was just so obsessed with being successful in basketball. And the good news is he actually became very successful. He went on to play Division I basketball. I believe he was all-conference at one point, um, got a professional contract to play overseas in Europe, and by all external measures was a very, very successful basketball player and a very talented player as well. However, what was so shocking that he said to me was that by the end of his career in Europe, he was actually praying to tear his ACL so that he could quit playing basketball forever. So when he said this to me, obviously I was, I was really taken aback. I was like, what, what was making you so miserable about the game that you would actually want a career ending injury to, uh, to take you out of the game forever? And he said to me, essentially, it was the way he was approaching the game. He was so obsessed with what everybody considers to be success in the game of basketball, the MVPs, the accolades, the scoring averages, the scholarships and pro contracts, and he got all those things. But he was so obsessed with them that he lost touch with the love that he had for the game. He lost it completely. And so I asked him, like, okay, well, you accomplished all the goals that you set out to accomplish. Was it worth it? Was it worth all the struggle and misery that you went through? And he looked me straight in the eyes and said emphatically, he was like, absolutely not. It was absolutely not worth it. And more than that, what he said actually was that he could have got all of that success much easier and probably achieved even more success if he had approached it in a different way. So one of the more interesting things that he said to me actually, and, and I, I definitely relate to this, I, I'm sure you might as well. He used to say that, or, or he told me that after his, in particular his college games, right? When you'd take buses to and from the games and on road trips, he said that if his team lost after a game and he had, he had let's say a bad game that day, if his team lost, he would be at the back of the bus like, like rolled down in his seat, not talking to anybody, depressed, crushed. He would feel terrible about himself because there was so much internal pressure and, and guilt tied up in how well he played and how well he performed. And what drove him crazy was that the other players on the team, especially the guys who played really well, like the, the other starters on the team, he was a starter as well, the other starters on the team would be up at the front of the bus, laughing, joking. It's like the loss and, and their, their lack of performance just rolled right off of them. They were able to forget about it and move on. And it drove him crazy. He thought, why are these players not as serious as me? And why are they playing so well? <laughs> How are they playing so well if they don't take the game as seriously? And so what he realized all too late, really after he stopped playing, was that 
His obsession with the success was actually holding him back from getting the success. It made it so much harder because there was this crushing internal pressure that he carried around him like a weight or he carried around with him like a weight every single time he played um, and even when he wasn't playing as well. And the analogy is really one that we know all too often, right? Or one that we've seen all too often. It's as though you're making a ton of money in a job that you hate <laughs> and all you have all you do is work at that job day until night and you're making lots of money so it seems like you're successful but are you really because you're hating everything that you're doing and even worse than that in this player's case the job that he hated was actually the job that he was meant to love and the job that he loved in the first place and so <laughs> he realized a, a really a truth that many people never ever realize, which is doing what you love, in this case basketball, doing what you love does not make you happy. Doing what you love in the way that you love to do it makes you happy. For me, there was there were lots of subjects in school, right, that I loved, like kinesiology, I loved. I loved English and literature. I loved uh, biology and uh, different sciences. And as soon as I actually got into those classes and the teacher was dictating, here's how you must do this, here's how you must learn it, I completely tuned out. I think I almost failed English class and now today, I like writing is a really big part of what I do. And so <laughs> point being, you, you, I'm sure have had that experience as well, but these things that I really love to do no longer were fun when somebody was dictating how I was meant to do them. And I experienced this later on in my career, as many of us have, with coaches who kind of put me in, a, in one predetermined role that I couldn't get out of. And it wasn't the way that I love to play basketball. And it really sucks a lot of that love and enjoyment out of the game. And so the single biggest lesson, if I, if I could um, have one, one, one single wish for you as a basketball player, it would be that instead of optimizing your career in basketball for results and accolades and MVP trophies and scoring averages and scholarships and pro contracts, like my friend did, optimize for your enjoyment of the game. And I promise you, you will play better. Um, you'll play way better, actually, once all of that pressure is gone. And if you're optimizing for your enjoyment of the game, you'll live a life in basketball that's actually worth living. It will be worth it at the end. Otherwise, you're just missing the point. <laughs> the real measure of success is not the MVPs and the accolades and the trophies. The real measure of success is how much did you love what you were doing while you were doing it. That's it, okay? You can do that in rec league or you can do that in the NBA. It doesn't matter. Now, what I do want to point out as well, and I know this will come up as a question for a number of players, is that this doesn't mean that if you're optimizing for enjoyment, you're just going to, you know, get lazy, take workouts off, sit on the couch, eat Doritos and play Xbox just because it's enjoyable in the moment. No, as a driven basketball player, of course, you're gonna want to be on the court and you're probably not gonna enjoy being lazy for all that long. It's not that fun, right? So you're gonna want to be on the court and what you'll find is that discipline actually becomes a lot more effortless when you allow yourself to enjoy the game rather than putting this crushing pressure on yourself and guilting yourself, dragging your body to the gym when you don't wanna be there because it's not fun anymore. 
relax and allow yourself to enjoy it. Sink into the process of the training and enjoy it and the discipline will become effortless. You'll want to be there. You're not gonna wanna be lazy. Not only that, but this, and this is something that uh, I learned in a pretty funny way. Your teammates will love playing with you. Your coaches will love to coach you and scouts and coaches at the next level will want to actually chase after you so much more when you're actually enjoying the game because happy basketball players who love what they do are just more fun to be around. I had probably the first coach who actually seriously recruited me for, for university basketball. I believe I was in my junior year and I was in his office in a meeting and he made this joke and I broke into this big smile and started laughing and I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, wait, stop. Don't do that. Don't smile. <laughs> because if you smile, if you start smiling and enjoying yourself, other coaches are going to want you and I'm going to lose you. <laughs> and it struck me because he saw right through that like dark cloud of pressure and guilt that I was feeling about my game and that I carried with me. And he saw my ability, but he also saw that basketball in many ways was making me kind of miserable. And that that uh, miserable attitude that I had towards the game was really actually repelling a lot of coaches from coming after me. So that's something that most players never realize and players who have difficulty with their coaches who have who always seem to be in conflict and have friction with coaches and then also you know feel like they don't get the ball enough that teammates don't respect them it's kind of a simple solution just allow yourself to enjoy the game and not only will you play better but you'll have better relationships with everybody in in the in your basketball world and not only that, I, I know I said this before, but the point I really want to drive home is that basketball will actually enhance your life. Rather than making your life this kind of miserable grind, it will enhance every aspect of your life because you'll be doing what you love to do in the way that you love to do it. Now, this begs the question, right? How do we do it? <laughs> how do we do it? Like, how do we approach the game in a way that is most enjoyable and that we most love to do? Because it's hard to let go of that pressure. It's hard to let go of the guilt and all of these mental patterns that have been ingrained into us for so long. And uh, especially it's hard to let go of the attachment to the external results that um, really misses the entire point. And so it's a simple answer. <laughs> The most enjoyable way to approach the game of basketball is by following the eight laws of the deep game. If you don't know the eight laws of the deep game, go to deepgame.com right now and take the masterclass. I promise you it will be <laughs> the best hour that you have spent on your basketball career probably so far. The eight laws of the deep game have been engineered not only to dramatically transform your performance in basketball, but also for to transform your enjoyment of the game and to reconnect you with that deep love that you have for the game because reconnecting with that love for the game will kind of dissolve a lot of the problems that you've been having and allow your full, full talent to shine through. An analogy that I, I share all the time with our players is that it, in many cases, we play the game as though we're locked in this mental prison, right? Where you're overthinking every little thing that you do, where you're putting pressure on yourself to play in a certain way, to score a number, certain number of points, to get to prove all these people wrong. And this mental prison is really like being having your skill set locked in a in a prison cell. And 
When you follow the eight laws of the deep game, one of our professional players really said it best. He said, you finally play free. You play free of that mental prison and the full force of your talent can finally come shining through. And it's the most enjoyable way to play the game of basketball. So go to deepgame.com right now. Take that masterclass. If you've taken it before, take it again. Many of our players have taken this like six, seven, eight times by now. And I know that it, it will radically transform the way that you view the game of basketball and hopefully your entire basketball career. So my, my final wish for you is that you find a way to using the eight laws of the deep game to distance yourself from that attachment to the results and optimize for your enjoyment in the game of basketball and your love of the game itself. And I promise you those results will come faster than ever.